0: Welcome back to another episode of Reccon, the podcast of assorted geekery. I'm Rick Marshall, and today we're talking women in sci-fi. In 2011, NPR polled its audience on their all-time favorite science fiction and fantasy novels. Not surprisingly, there are familiar favorites atop the list. The Lord of the Rings trilogy, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Ender's Game, The Dune Chronicles, A Song of Fire and Ice. All fantastic titles that have spawned record-breaking blockbusters and television series. But it wasn't until the 20th title on that list mary shelley's frankenstein that a female writer was recognized despite many attributing the very early roots of science fiction to her work and it wasn't until the 22nd title on this particular list that a title with a female main character came up margaret atwood's the handmaid's tale look at other top lists of science fiction and fantasy and you'll see a similar trend most of the prominent writers and protagonists of the genre are male that isn't to say there aren't any remarkable female characters floating around more often than not, they're not the main folks of the story and end up two-dimensional romantic interests or damsels in distress. There are a few who defy that trend, of course. Ellen Ripley in the Alien franchise, Agent Dana Scully of the X-Files, Ellie Arroway of Carl Sagan's Contact. There are also memorable female supporting characters who may or may not have upstaged their male counterparts, depending on who you ask, uh, like Sarah Connor of the Terminator franchise, Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica, and Lilu Dallas Multipass of The Fifth Element. Former NASA spatial engineer and sci-fi author Darren Beyer has written extensively about the disparity of leading ladies in the science fiction genre. His newest novel, Casimir Bridge, follows the journey of a female science journalist, Mandisa Nicosi, as she works to uncover a conspiracy in an intergalactic economy brimming with futuristic technology. Retcon's Jessica Blaustein Marshall spoke with Bayer recently about why he chose a female protagonist for his book and where he sees the genre heading in the future.
1: So you are a space shuttle engineer. We'll start out with that. What exactly did that entail?
2: So I was, was called a space shuttle experiment engineer, and I firmly believe that it was the best job I could possibly get at NASA, and I got it right out of school, so I really lucked out. What we did was our, our group were able to uh, put any scientific experiments that may fly on the shuttle, we would put together, we would test them, uh, we'd end up putting them on the shuttle, we'd train astronauts on them, Some of them were time critical, so we'd be up on the the launch pad, you know, literally just a few hours before launch, and we would be on the ground, on landing. We were the second uh, vehicle in the convoy, and we'd go in right afterwards and take them back out again to get the science to the experimenters. So it was a lot of fun. Got to crawl around spaceships and, and do some pretty interesting things.
1: That kind of makes you uniquely qualified to be an author of science fiction.
2: Yeah, you know what was interesting was when I was looking for editors. I first I went through two editors, and the first one was a science fiction editor, and I, I didn't get great results. And then I, when I came back I said, you know, I don't need to have a science fiction editor. I need to have an editor editor. I think I know as much science out of the science fiction part as anybody who's writing in the genre. So. So what happens is I, a lot of the things that people may have to research otherwise come naturally to me. I can you know build things into the story that uh, other people may not think about. And that's really what I've done with my first book, Casmere Bridge, is that uh, you know I've spent a lot of time making sure that the technology and the science are correct.
1: So what did you think of the Martian then?
2: Love the Martian. I love the book more than the movie and I'll, and I'll right. say that the the movie had a couple flaws in it that were. Movieisms that weren't part of the book. Um, <laughs> one of the one of the worst ones, uh, the worst offenders, was when he sort of played Iron Man at the end. That was definitely put in for the movie-going crowd. And
1: I wondered about that.
2: <laughs> yeah, completely unrealistic. Uh, it's not not something that I think as soon as you poked a hole in your in your glove and it was spitting out um, atmosphere, you would just start spinning around. Now,
1: your protagonist in *Casimir Bridge* is a female, and you have done research, extensive research on why it is that perhaps there aren't that many female protagonists in the sci-fi genre.
2: When you look at the, um, the science fiction genre, it has traditionally been a male-dominated genre. You, you go back to the late 40s, uh, and uh, the predecessor to Analog Magazine uh, in 1948 had a 6% female readership. You know, so very low, uh, and I think that parallels, you know, sort of women in technology, right? You didn't have a lot of uh, women that were in the more scientific and technical fields uh, right. back in the late '40s, but then you know that number started to grow, and along with it, science fiction readership started to grow. So in the early '70s, in 1974, female readership of that magazine was up to about 25 percent, and so it's growing, and, and and now you know you get you fast forward another um, 40 years. And, you know, I think that women and men are, you know, roughly on parity in technical and scientific jobs. And when you look at the the numbers of women reading science fiction, while an individual man is more likely to have read science fiction than an individual woman has been, because women read more fiction than men do, the actual numbers pretty much even out. So if, if it was a political poll, you'd be in a statistical dead heat between the two.
1: Are there as many female writers of science fiction as there are males?
2: There doesn't seem to be, and, and it's not that there haven't been. You know, there's been some great ones, even going back, you know, to to the '60s and '70s when science fiction really started to take off. You had, you know, writers like Ursula K. Le Guin, who, who's known for, you know, really more for her Earthsea fantasy um, series than science fiction but she wrote a lot of science fiction and there's a number of others that wrote during that time that you know there you know a couple that that even put on male pseudonyms uh... just because they wanted to appeal more to the genre and so i think there there have been uh, you know a number of writers but they've been really far outnumbered by by male writers and, and i think that again is starting to change i've, I've read a couple books recently that have had either uh, women writers or co-writers as a part of it, uh, and, um, and and again, it's starting to kind of pick up a little bit more just because uh, the demographics of, of the readership of the genre are changing.
1: Now, where do you see the sci-fi genre going in the future? Do you see there being more female characters and more female writers going forward?
2: I, I really do. I, I think this is going to um, start to pick up, and and the reason is that you know again, you're, you're, when you're roughly on parity between male and female readers uh, and, and you also are getting more mainstream science fiction in movies and so that's drawing in additional viewers and then readers of the genre. Uh, you know what's going to happen is the women readership is going to start to demand you know more storylines and plots et cetera, focused around women. Uh, and in general I think that women demand a better story. Uh, I think the genre is going there so The Martian is a great example. Uh, I, I give given this other example quite a bit as well as a, a book called The Atlantis Gene and there's two follow-on books in the series by an author by the name of A.G. Riddle that are both what I call, I like to call smart science fiction, uh, where they, they really get the story right, uh, they get the technology right, and they don't rely on the genre as a crutch. And I think that has traditionally been an issue. And it's one of the reasons why women have been turned off, I believe, uh, to the genre in the past is, you know, you take away the greats like Asimov and Arthur C. Clarke and, and those kind of guys, You know, a lot of the the science fiction work was, again, relying on the genre. And I think that's starting to change. And with it are coming sort of more sophisticated readers.
1: Who are your favorite female sci-fi characters in anything that you've read or watched?
2: Oh I mean that's an easy one. Uh, you got to give me a harder question than <laughs> that. I, I think it's got to be um, you know Ripley in the Alien series.
1: Ah uh, that was why money was on Ripley, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's a, that's a great one. They, they, there's another one um, is you know is in the Terminator um, series. Uh, so you know th- there's a pretty strong pretty strong woman character that's pretty pretty badass in, in what she does. But I think Ripley uh, because just because the, the character is so strong it, it over, overcomes a lot of you know sort of the stereotypes. Uh, that are there. And, um, and and it's also, you know, the first two movies uh, were just excellent. Uh, the second one being my favorite. Uh, I don't know that Cameron puts out a, a bad science fiction movie uh, ever. <laughs> so, And that Ripley character uh, was, was probably the strongest character in the movie. Uh, it was certainly the main character in the movie and, and, and likely was the strongest as well.
1: Do you think there's a difference between the presence of female characters between movies and, and TV and fiction literature
2: i believe that because tv and movies tend to be more mainstream you have to have a broader presence in those uh, in those media and, you know books it's not it's not it hasn't been as, as much i should say there and so therefore um, as a result there's still you know the genre is still playing catch up in that regard and I, and i will say that you know the vast majority of science fiction books have women characters in them they just don't tend to be in the primary role
1: so tell me a little bit more about Casimir Bridge. What is it about?
2: At the core of it, there's a good company. i us call it a protagonist company if you can have such a thing. And it has found a few things. I don't want to spoil it for any, any readers out there, but it's found a few things, and it has grown some technology. Uh, and it controls the lion's share of a new mineral that was found or a new element that was found that they called Hyperium, And Hyperium was found on Saturn's moon of Hyperion. Uh, and uh, it enables interstellar travel, and it also is it's sort of like the, the futuristic version of oil. The primary uh, character is Mandisa Nkosi, who's a, uh, a reporter. Uh, Mandy is her name for short. And Mandy uh, stumbles on uh, a conspiracy that goes up to the highest levels of uh, corporate and government world, uh, and she has a tie to uh, the good company, and that's why she's brought into it by this anonymous source. And so she starts digging and gets a little bit too deep and gets into trouble and has to flee off of Earth, and she ends up taking her investigation to the stars and gets chased all the way around, and I don't want to go too much further than that. But it really revolves around her and then the CEO of the protagonist's company are sort of the two primary characters.
1: Excellent, excellent. That sounds like a great read.
2: I hope so. People have been enjoying it so far.
0: That was Retcon's Jessica Blaustein-Marshall speaking with former NASA space shuttle engineer and sci-fi author Darren Beyer. This has been Retcon, a production of WAMC Northeast Public Radio. Our producers are Patrick Garrett, Jessica Blaustein-Marshall, and Dave Hopper. I'm Rick Marshall. You can subscribe to Retcon via iTunes, Stitcher, or the Google Play Store. Thanks for listening.